afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Christy Stratton. And joining us in the producer's chair, as always, and most of the time, Kyle Dotson. How you doing, Kyle? Good, how are you guys? Good, we are just uh, talking about movies we all love Into the Woods. <laughs> we all Wrong. thought it was terrific. Wrong-o, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kyle, you texted me about it like, like immediately. Yeah. You were like, this blows or whatever you yeah. said whatever what critique said. you gave it terrible terrible the worst. uh did johnny like it what about your son did oh, he like no. it he was uh, he didn't see it i, I don't I, know oh, he didn't okay I don't see how kids would even like it I, it's it's not it's I weird mean, no it, like it's not for kids and that's fine but i just i i went in not knowing anything about the mm-hmm. story and I actually finished the movie not knowing anything about the story right. because it's just really not there at all. Uh, and I love Tracy Ullman. I was like, oh, is that who I think it is? I'm I so thought, excited. I thought that was Joe heart. Pesci at first. Oh, oh that's not, me. That's me. No. Tracy Ullman, then where has she been? Just doing her thing. Is she riding around in that convertible with Paul McCartney? Is that what she's doing? <laughs> ah, probably. <laughs> that was a big hit, wasn't it? Yes. They don't know. Now, was she a, was she a singer? Or was that just like a thing she did because they said, you want to make an album? I think that, yes, the latter. <laughs> right? And then she, I, think, I don't know. Uh, Kyle? I'll look it up. Christy brought, brought uh, wine yes. and cake pops. <laughs> right? And for some reason, I might be allergic to cake pops because now, <gasps> now my throat oh, no. is... <clears throat> Salty caramel. We both picked the same one. Was there salt in those? Because <laughs> I'm allergic to salt. <laughs> what was the first ingredient you said? Salty caramel. Oh my god! And then I'm allergic to two things: salt <laughs> and caramel. Oh, I'm sorry. You looking to hear it that? up? Kyle's looking it mm, up. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> I like that character. I'm just I'm trying to do it for you. What am I looking up? Tracy, Tracy Allman. Allman. If she had some type of recording career other than her just one-off album. Uh, no. All right. No. All right. I mean, she was. Looks like she was in some musical theater All right. before that. So this is basically her uh, Chunky A. This is her uh, Arsenio one-off Chunky A. Remember, Chunky A? Yeah, she, when he was a rapper, he would dress up as a fat rapper, and he had an album, Chunky A. I don't remember that. It is Chunky A, isn't it? You mean from when he did the show originally? Yeah. Hmm. They gave him a recording. Was it Chunky A, or is it Chunky something else? Um, it's Chunky something. came up when I typed Chunky A, so yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Is there a picture right. of Chunky A to show Christy? I, how did I miss this? And oh, by the well, way, because it's terrible. Well, no, but you, usually, if you know, you and I have lived through a lot of the yeah. same things. His album's called Ow. <laughs> okay, that does, that made me laugh. Here's something. You know how sometimes your yeah. bra- the brain is fascinating to mm-hmm. me, and there are things that I was sure I knew that I was wrong about, and there's things that I remember from the 80s, mm-hmm. that I'll look up on the internet and there's no proof of it. Now, <laughs> I, so I ask you, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Yes. was there a time okay. when they did shows and there was a certain time in the show 
where Bruce would lay a full mouth kiss yes. on Clarence Clemens. Yes. Why can't I find any evidence of that on the internet? There's no picture. He would slide on his knees, <laughs> bend down. No, this is some. Yes, serious. I know. And that was during the um, Born in the USA tour, and Clarence would bend over and, and give him a full mouth kiss. Yeah. That's okay. a true thing. Because I can't find any corroboration whatsoever, and I think if, I'm going if crazy. If you find it quickly, that means Christy does not know how to work the internet. <laughs> did you find it? He found it. <laughs> what did Here's you look one. up? I typed in uh, <laughs> Springsteen, Clarence Clemens kiss. <laughs> okay. okay. What did you type in? I don't know. Yeah, that's great. All right. She typed in, was there a time... <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I don't know what you typed I, I in. I really though. don't, but I, I thought I was going crazy there for a little bit. Tracy Ullman had two albums. Oh, okay. Oh, 83 and 84. All right. You broke my heart in 17 places in 83, and you caught me out in 84. Hmm. hmm. Don't know anything about that hmm. second one. Barely know a thing about the first one, but it did have a, an MTV hit. They don't know about us. That's what it was called, right? Yeah. And Paul McCartney was in the, uh, at the end of the video. They would drive away, and Paul McCartney was in the car with her. Uh, yes. We, you don't have to cooperate, but I'm <laughs> telling you. Well, what color uh, fingernail polish are you wearing, Christy? Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how to describe this. The last time I saw that color on fingernails was uh, Greg Barrent at Pod- Podcast-a-thon. Yeah? It's like a, <laughs> a purpley-gray very nice. Your hair, you're all put together tonight. What? How I mean, it is to- nighttime. This is you really are. exciting. This is different. I know. It's a different vibe. It's a late night record. It's like I Playboy know. after dark. <laughs> Leaving the house to meet a couple of guys to drink wine that aren't my husband. You, got to, park, you, you got to park oh, uh, out back. Right out back. Piece of cake. Safety Definitely. first. Yes. We'll, we'll walk you out in case there's any homeless folks. Not that they're dangerous. Well. Uh, you never know. You never know. How about that guy we saw leaving the record the other day? Wow. There was a guy on the corner that was doing some body flailing. Like he had like he had like a um, a blanket draped over like half of his face. Yeah, and then like around him like a cape. Yeah, if that makes sense. And it, I don't know if he was like trying to like he get it like, off of him, but he was, he was like, pushing his hands. He was like doing something that you would do for the listener, like if if you want a field goal not to make it. Yeah, like oh, the field goal was no good. Yeah, he was like, like he was doing that like constantly. moving to the side. Like I almost to the side. I almost drove in, into traffic through the red light because I was looking. I was like, what? <laughs> and he was right behind me in his car, and we were like, this this here's a legitimate crazy person. Well, I started laughing at because of what the guy was doing, and then I looked ahead and I just saw in the rearview mirror Pat like thumb to that guy, and then just like, <laughs> do, like out, the crazy mm, symbol, crazy. <laughs> Do the spin of the index finger around the, the yeah. side Simple. of your head. You know what I'm talking about. A crazy symbol. Uh, All right. Okay, look. Christy Stratton's here. I'm here. It's been a while since you've been here without that Mike Siegel bringing oh, us down. That bag of bones. Yeah. He'll be in later. <laughs> Double record tonight. Uh, it's going to be late night with the, the guys. It could be get really crazy. That sounds after, fun. After you leave. Um, you know, huh, Danielle hi. sat me next to Mike Siegel at her wedding. On, were you single oh, at that point? Oh, we both were. What we happened? Bu- well, he was just not interested. He was like, give me the old Passola. Like, he was very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Always lovely to me. Yeah. Not interested whatsoever. Maybe he didn't know that you were single. <sighs> okay. Honey, <laughs> and, it's fine. And were you trying to... I'm over it. Were you trying He's to, a dear. He's dear. I adore him. Were you trying to work that, though, that night? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Like, I wasn't not... 
I, you know, but it just wasn't a connection. It just didn't happen for me. Finish off this bottle and give us the real story. <laughs> no, there really, there's no story. I just, I, I'm like, oh, I should tell you that funny story that she purposefully did that. And who else was at the table with you? Well, I brought a friend. She let me bring a friend. I a, had a date. A girlfriend? No, a guy. No, a guy, but he was a friend. And um, you can say his name. It's okay. Isn't it, well, his name is John. He's just a he's Hello. a friend. I say it was Gary. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Well, I knew of Gary then, but uh-huh. I hated him because he was a gatekeeper for a couple of things that I didn't. Anyway, that's a whole other story. No one wants to hear my story. So okay, but wait a minute. Let's get, play some music. I uh, Pilar was um, pregnant with uh, with our second uh, girl at at their wedding. Hmm. So I was hammered at their okay. wedding. I got so hammered. That's pretty ham- I didn't think I was, but you never do when you are. And then afterwards, <laughs> that was a fun wedding. It was a fun wedding. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of people there. I wish I could go back and remember. See, I can't, I can barely remember any of it. Okay. I was in it. I was in the wedding. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I think, che- I think Chekhov was there. I yeah. mean, oh. how did he get there? Well, that's Danielle's father. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, let's do this. All let's right. get this going. Okay. All right. Our topic tonight. You, every time I give you a topic, you seem scared. I, yes. You freeze up. I'm a scared. I'm you, scared of this You one. can come up with a topic. I, I did. I did. I want us to do the, okay. the topic, the Goosebumps topic. But it's going to take a while to amass because to f- you have to like to hear find those songs, songs and be like, goosebumps. oh, that song gives me goosebumps. You just don't know that off the top of your head until no, you hear those true. songs. And then you remember, oh, wait a minute. I get goosebumps when I hear this song. Goosebumps. Good goosebumps are like, ooh, scary. So like good Amer- ones. America like- the Beautiful. <laughs> well, does that give you goosebumps? No. All right. It probably gives your dad goosebumps. Oh, probably. His dad's very patriotic. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, okay. When I hear songs that give me goosebumps. Write them down. I write them down. I think songs make me cry more than gives me goosebumps, though. Well. I guess I could. Yeah. Well, we could. Well, goosebumps include. Can Cry only makes it sad songs. Goosebumps can include songs to me, like Hair yeah. of the Dog, which Hair of the Dog. From, by Nazareth. Yes. Gives me goosebumps because it is so empowering. It's so. I just love Don't that song. Don't go messing with the son of a bitch. Gives you goosebumps. Yes. Okay. Yes, I wouldn't have picked that. If you like gave me, if is, you gave me a list of ten and said one of these, and that was on the list, yeah, it, it would have been at number slotted at number ten for you. I don't care what I'm doing, where, what kind of day I'm having, what kind of I am invincible after I hear that song. When they played it on Friday Night Lights season one, it was like when they were, it was an episode about Tim Riggins' character, and they showed they played that song mm-hmm. and showed him playing some good football. <laughs> And I was like, yes, this is exactly what you play to this guy in his big victory. And this, was, this wasn't the Guns N' Roses remake. Have you ever heard Guns N' Roses? No. You've never heard Guns N' Roses version? Oh, no. Well, you can imagine it. Are you looking it up? I can remember I don't know if it's the first there. time I heard it. I was it. in third grade, and it was show and tell day. And Lance Conley brought this record that looked really weird. And yeah, we What were, is on the cover of that I album? Don't, I just can't even. It's like a, is it a hairy bat? Something. <laughs> Something like that. And then when the teacher was out of the room, he somehow got on the record player and was playing it. And I'm like, what is this? I'm scared. And, um, but I'm a different person now. All right, you want to hear the Guns N' Roses version? Sure. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that's a weird cover. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the music's good. 
Yeah, it's it's. Uh, they're not doing anything different with it, they're but just, it's a little on the nose. Yeah, yeah. So you take the original. Oh, for sure. Oh, that song! It is something else. Does Nazareth also sing the song? That song, "Love Hurts." Yes, yeah, that's amazing. Which song. is a beautiful song. Yeah, and it's just and it rocks. It's that thing. That's Why their... should have done that on the power ballads? How did I miss that one? I don't know. <gasps> that one might that, be, one? that might be on my goosebumps. It's beautiful. It is pretty nice. Oh, anyway. All, All right. right. So now to, onto this stuff. Now, today's topic. Yes, I, which scares me. Which scares, yeah. This, this, today's topic is humble beginnings. <laughs> and what this is, is this is, you know, like some, some bands immediately hit it out of the park. Uh, the Cars. Yes. Van Halen. Foreigner. Uh, many, many, many groups. The first album is huge. They've got hits and, and, they're, and then they're just, they soar off in, into the sunset from there. They just keep flying higher and higher. What am yes. I talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, but the, but some bands it takes them one album, two albums. Nowadays you don't get that privilege. It's right. a, you're one and done if you don't produce. But but back then, not not all these bands uh, started out strong, as strong as they ended up being. Yes, so I, I, that's kind of yes. the guide I went through. The, yes. As strong as they ended up being, because there was a couple yes. of mine that you know, yeah. may have made an impact, right. but yet still not as big as they got. Exactly. Okay. So we're going to play songs from those first albums that didn't set the world on fire. Correct. All right. And we're going to start with Christy Strat. Good. Because I have a feeling you picked this album, Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick. I, I didn't pick this <laughs> oh! album. I'll tell you why I didn't. Because even though it didn't set the world on fire, to me, it is phenomenal. I love it. I love this first album so much. All right. Well, it's heavy. It's got, they do all different stuff. There's mandolin on it. I mean, I love it. Okay. Well, but I keep, but I like this. Okay. This is hot love. No, I love I love the Cheap Trick debut album. I love every single song on it, and they play so many of these songs in concert now. They still really? play these, yeah. Okay, they dig deep, but you don't like the album. Uh, no, no, no. I like Elo Kitties, which like is it called ELO or Elo Kitties? It's Elo Kitties. Okay, <laughs> I, but you know what? When when I was uh, when I was in high school, we used to listen to uh, Fridays and Saturday nights. We'd listen to uh, the All Night Animal, Steve Kelsey, uh, on the radio, okay, on uh, WFBG AM station, and uh, he would ask. It was a hard rock, heavy metal show, and he would ask trivia questions. If you answered it correctly, you got to request a song. And so uh, this was before I, I had purchased the first album. I had the other albums, but I didn't have this one. And I just remembered that the one song was what I thought was ELO Kitties. <laughs> so I said, I answered the question correctly, and I said, I want to hear Cheap Trick ELO Kitties. And he goes, okay, I'll play that. It's ELO Kitties. <laughs> Thank you, All Night Animal, Steve Kelsey. So, uh, That's rock great. and peace. Rock and peace. What? Yeah. When did he die? Like a uh, year and a half ago, maybe Are two you years kidding? ago. What did he die of? He had like a brain tumor or something. Oh, oh what a way oh, to too go. Too much head banging, right? Mm. 
God, I, to it. me, the album makes me think of in the 90s. Do you remember like going to Virgin Megastore and you would go and you would look at, you know, yeah. you would listen to the newer ones and then you'd thumb through and I'm like, right. I don't have this. I had the later ones, of course. That was what was so great when you'd, when you'd, when you'd find out that there were albums that you didn't know about. Yes. Oh, that was such a. And so you picked it up and you, you didn't like it as much. No, as- no, I mean, I didn't dislike it, but to me, it. To, that it was the, it was it fit this category perfectly. Okay. I thought. All right, no, yeah. you're not you're not wrong. Well, but wait till you hear what I got. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Okay. This is a fella I like to call the Groover from Van- oh. from Vancouver. <laughs> but I love Lonely Nights. Is this with the album that had Lonely Nights? No, it's the one before that. Oh, Lonely Nights <gasps> is maybe my favorite Brian Adams oh, it's song. The best. It's, it's the best. So great. Yeah. Okay, so his first album came out a year before that in 1980. It was self-titled, Brian Adams. And let's listen to a little bit of this song. Uh, Listen to this little bit of cheesy pop. Okay. Oh, love the keyboards already. It's interesting. It is took, he it, like 17 in that? I think he is, actually. Okay. I think he is. Let's look that up. Kyle, are you going to look up how old Brian Adams was in 1980? I think he is like 17. It, right. It sounds like a teen pop sensation would yeah. sing that. But then his, his next album had that song, Lonely Nights. Oh. But then it was the third album was Cuts Like a Knife. Which is also great. But then Reckless, the fourth album, is really... So it really kind of took him three, four albums to really get moving. He was 21. He's 21. Oh, okay. That's still, still yeah. It's very young. Very young. To have a, your first album, that's pretty great. Nice. All right. um, okay, so I'm going just a couple years later to 1979. Okay. Adam and the Ants mm-hmm. uh, was a whole different group of ants. Yeah. When he recorded, when they recorded, Dirk wears white socks. <laughs> and I was reading some very interesting things about the band and how it came to be, and then like he apparently uh, was in a band that opened the first time the Sex Pistols played anywhere and was really inspired by that and left his band and, you know, started, a, I guess, a series of many iterations of the Ants. But this okay. particular one uh, it was his first release with Adam and the Ants. And this is Xerox with a Z. It's a really interesting song because I'd been singing it and I thought, oh, I'm going to look up that up. And it's he plays a guy who will go in to listen to bands mm-hmm. and steal their chords and steal their and like I'm a Xerox machine. It's uh-huh. really a, a kind of, you know, for for that time, I think a really interesting 
story to tell is what I'm saying. It's a good song. It yeah. just it just didn't set the world on fire no, at no, the time that, of the release. No, no. All right. Well, that's a good one. That's perfect. Right? Uh, I now, love Adam and the Ants. Now, my next band will be, this is going to be shocking. It's the Rolling Stones. What? Because, like the Beatles, their first album had, I, uh, I saw her standing there and Please Please Me and Love Me Do. And the first Who album had I Can't Explain. And the first Kinks album had You Really Got Me. But the first Rolling Stones album was just cover songs, like blues, old blues covers. So they weren't really even writing their own songs for like two, maybe three albums in. So this is from their first album, just simply called The Rolling Stones. And they did a cover of Route 66. Now to listen to that now it's kind of fun. Yeah. But uh, that but now after you because we know what they went on to do. I yes. mean sympathy for the devil and I mean everything. So yeah. many things. Uh so in but if that came out back then I'd just be like, eh, this band's just doing you know, it's a good cover. You know what right. I mean? You know right. Right. I find that interesting too that someone like we're going to give you a contract. Mm-hmm. We're going to and not really, you know, know what the, yeah. they could become anything yeah, more than no this. original but then songs it wasn't, on the first th- isn't album. that what everyone did back then chuck berry i think did it i mean well, he like, did well, that song first, i know. you know the the uh the first beatles out yeah all those guys had some covers on it but they had you know stand out original tracks on there too and the stones did not that's fascinating i didn't know that but the stones are still around and doing it so. yeah they are all right that's our show i <laughs> here's what i miss you guys okay I miss the three songs in a row that you would just listen to, all of them. Here we go. You're going to talk about the Cars debut. No. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Robert Palmer, okay. who I think is very underrated. But that Sneak and Salad Through the Alley is solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only like six songs on the... It, it's really very... But He's underrated are, because most people just think of him as the guy in, in the nice tailored suit with the girl singing behind him. Yes. They don't know... All the layers of a Robert Palmer's career. Correct, and yeah. I, I agree is, with you. On that. It's so good. Just every song is great and bluesy and wonderful. And uh, back in Fort Worth, Dallas area, they used to play um, this song, which we're gonna I'm gonna play, "Sailing Shoes," "Hey Julia," and "Sneak and Sally" all together on the radio, and it had this just beautiful, wonderful thing about it. And uh, from 1974, this is "Sailing Shoes" from Robert Palmer. I mean, Robert Palmer had seven albums before Riptide, which is, you know, the big, yes. the big, the big album. breakthrough, the big sure. breakthrough, yes. you know, you know, 10 years into his career. 
Oh, but but uh, yeah, that's 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 great. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look up how old he was when he passed. Fifty-four. Fifty-four. How sad is that? Died in Paris, France, probably having a great time. Oof. Right. I, I have a just, heart attack. I don't know. Maybe the um. I had tickets to see the reformed power station. Oh. So um, John Taylor wasn't with him, the bass player from Duran Duran. It was Andy. It was um, it was everyone else. It was all the other guys. I can't think of the other two guys that are in the band. Um, Michael DeBar, or I'm thinking of the no, other thing. No, DeBar replaced um, Robert Palmer in Power Station when they toured because Robert didn't want to tour. Got it. Okay. Station. But anyway. And uh, they're playing the House of Blues. But then Pardo got free tickets to see Chicago at the Greek. So we went to see Chicago. And then we bolted over to the House of Blues, hoping we could catch some of it. But it was already over. Oh. And we did catch Andy Taylor getting into the bus, and he signed CD oh. for us. But now I wish I would have seen Robert Palmer at the House of Blues with Power Station. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Oh, I, I'm, I was confused. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I I, it's interesting in this day and age. Like, he was so mysterious, even though he was mm-hmm. on these videos and we saw him. But there were certainly bands that were more present on television. And, and like, he, I don't know anything. I don't know what his voice... I mean, uh, I know he's British, but I don't know what his voice sounds like. And I don't... His speaking I don't, voice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know... Yeah, it's... Nice-looking man. Very. Probably, probably a gentleman. You'd think, but who knows? Yeah, he could be a prick. There could be all these Bill Cosby-like allegations <laughs> about him. What? Of, he died of a uh, heart attack. Oof. No. Oof. The you, worst. You just don't know that's coming, do you? No. Women don't have heart he, attacks. He was much, addicted though. to love. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> nice! <laughs> well done! That's going to be the line wow. of the episode, I bet. Oh my gosh, I'm so I'm happy for you. Yeah. That moment was wonderful. Um, oh, is it me? No, it's me. You just oh. played Robert Paul. Oh. <laughs> Nice try, Chris. Seriously, she half a cup of play, Chardonnay. She wants to play the other two, Robert Palmer. <laughs> in a row. I do. They're amazing. <laughs> I will tell you that the band I'm about to play did mm. not really have its breakthrough album until its ninth album. I love that. They were on the same label, too. So this label really stuck with them. Oh, I love that. Thick and thin. <gasps> oh, late the, bloomer, just like me. Go on. The breakthrough album, I think, is an album that you love as much as I love. It is High Infidelity. Oh, yes. I do. I do like that. It reminds me of fifth grade. Go on. But I'm going to play a song from the first self-titled Ario Speedwagon album that had Terry Luttrell on vocals. Why does that name sound familiar? I don't know. Hmm. Terry Luttrell on vocals. (laughs) This is the weird thing about... But not Kevin Cronin is is your point. Right. Kevin Cronin was on uh, the second Ario Speedwagon album. But then he left, and he wasn't on the next three albums. Then he came back for the one, two, three, four, five. He came back for the sixth album. It's I know, I know. Wow, because you think when you think of Ari Speedwagon, you think you, yes. Kevin Cronin. But this is a song. Uh, this is a song called "Sophisticated Lady" mm. <laughs> from '71.
hate that. I don't hate that song yeah. either. I like that he tells the sophisticated lady to put her blue jeans on. Because, <laughs> you know, if you're a sophisticated lady and you want to get crazy, mm. you put on some jean wear. <laughs> so, yeah, that's unbelievable that, that a record label would hang on for that long. I just... I can't even. Excuse and then me. a guy's like, "Well, I'm gonna. Well, you know what? I'm gonna just take a few. And then, well, all right, I'll come back." But I know that's. Yeah, and then and then during the time that he wasn't in Aria Speedway, after the second album, he didn't make a solo album. They had a guy, a guy named Mike Murphy, who was the lead vocalist for the next three albums. All right. So it's such a weird thing. Hmm. All yeah. right. Aria Speedway. I warned you. Early on, okay. that any time that I could play the Bee Gees, I would. Okay. And this time is nigh. Um, in 1965, I, I, I kind of, you know, have come to them in later years, and then I get songs or get... But I don't really know the, those early... Like, before Odessa, there's been, like, a couple... Like, the, it's crazy. Well, they had a record. Their first album was called The Bee Gees Sing and Play 14 Barry Gibb Songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's you made that up. No, no. And I'm wondering if it because of uh, not because he wanted to distance himself from his brothers because that's not Barry. My guess is that, that album cover is ridiculous. <laughs> my guess is that because you had bands that were doing all covers and yeah. whatnot, that he's like, oh no, we I did all these songs. This is as opposed to like yeah. just wanting to. Okay, so this uh, is a little song called "Follow the Wind." I'm so weary from holding this load But it's only love for you that I walk this lonely road I must follow the wind, follow the wind And the wind will take me home before the cold Every star I That's nice, right? Yeah, that's nice. Nice. It's just not uh, jive talking. No. <laughs> but they evolved. They grew up and they... They really did. Uh, yeah. How many albums in did it take them until they were... Uh, when was... Um, what was the, what's the song? Uh, I Started a Joke. When was that? Was that their first big hit? Was there something before that? Uh, I think that? it was New York Mining Disaster in okay. 1941, which I love. So it, you, it contains... Goosebumps? It does. Because there is a... You know how... In fact, I would love to do a lyrics... Uh, episode as well like which lyrics really move but this <clears throat> and i'm going to try like to recreate it it's um okay. i keep straining my ears to hear a sound maybe someone is digging underground or have they given up and all gone home to bed thinking those who once existed must be dead that is solid wow i mean that a... just every time i hear that i'm like Man, that is some good writing. It's a good lyric. I just love that lyric. I know that's crazy that like You must love it cuz you remember it. Yeah, well, I know, right? Yeah. I'm the old woman in the shoe. I keep forgetting. You did not things. remember that uh, Clarence and Bruce kissed. I remember it. I mm. just couldn't find it on the internets. <laughs> was there, Kyle, could you look this up? Was there a time when Miami Steve Van Zandt gave Bruce a full-on handy J right in the middle of the show? <laughs> well, there was. Look that up. <laughs> See if you can, let's get a picture of that. Uh, oh, this is fun. William, <laughs> William Joel. Okay, yes. William I'm familiar. Joel. Uh-huh. A lot of people think that his first album is Piano Man, but it is not. Hmm. It is something called Cold Spring Harbor, uh, an album that when it was first released was mastered uh, at a speed uh, faster than it was supposed to be. 
causing the first pressings uh, for of Billy to sound like a chipmunk. That couldn't have made him happy. That couldn't have made him happy at all. <laughs> if we know anything about Billy Joel, he uh, likes to keep his temper in. <laughs> he does not like to show a lot of emotion. But uh, it was subsequently released later, much, 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 much later, like in 1982, uh, Columbia refixed it and then re-released it. And, but, re- and then the A-side was like the chipmunks. <laughs> that that would be great. Uh, most of the songs on this album were on the um, Songs in the Attic, the live album. Yes. He, he took all the... So a lot of people who bought Songs in the Attic thought, hey, these are all new songs that he's just doing live for the first time, but that's not true. So let's listen to something from Cold Spring Harbor called You Look So Good to Me. <laughs> Just imagine a cat's pause for some yes. reason. You look so good to me. What if Dave Seville just came in and yelled at him? funny with wine in them. <laughs> and it's so good when you're here cause I'm free Feeling the glory from that smile This sounds like something that would be in that uh, Marlo Thomas special. <laughs> what was it? Um, free to be you free and to me. Free to be you and me. It's one of my wife's favorites. Right. I do love this album. I really do. love. I, I, I love it. All right. But, um, but that's, uh, that wasn't quite where he ended up. No. It is fascinating because we're we're creative people. It's just it's interesting because I look back at the things that I wrote when I was younger mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Ugh, this is direct." And so I can't imagine that I don't know. I just can't I, imagine what. Well, just having something put out there like now that there's the internet, yeah. you can put anything out there. Yeah. And in fact, I'm I'm going to shoot a web series. No one's asked me mm-hmm. for it. I'm just going to do it. Because I can. Good. Um, but like if I had that capability at 20 years old, mm-hmm. like it would just have been a complete train wreck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's, it's, it's amazing too. Like I, 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 I think Bruce Springsteen was 24 when he wrote Born to Run. I mean, That's music insane. Is, I know music is interesting. It's very different. Do you know Jimmy Page when he saw Robert Plant for the first time when he was looking to put Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. together? He's like, he's 19 and he's still not made it. Oof. <laughs> like literally he was like wow. mm, what's wrong with him mm. <laughs> i'll give him a try but it's not gonna work it's very interesting to me how you can and i think um steve tyler wrote dream on when he was 19 yeah, or it's something insane. it's really fascinating how a lot of these great musicians have been able to do some wonderful work before they become a person the opening uh the opening line of thunder road gives me goosebumps because yeah. I can see, I can see it yes. so vividly. Yes. Screen door slams. Yes. Mary's dress waves. I mean, it's, you just see, you can see that girl. Oh my gosh. Like a vision. She you dances. ain't a beauty, but Hey, you're all right. Yeah. Boy, how many times has that been said to me? <laughs> no, never. But, <laughs> but only once at Danielle's wedding. Oh, <laughs> Mike Siegel. I forget what we talked to. Did we talk about that on air or off air? That was on air. That was oh, on air. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I forget because we have a, a complete conversation before we turn the mics on. Yeah. If you would hear the, the stories that uh, David Wilde tells oh. before we even start recording, it's ridiculous. Isn't it, Kyle? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I Tell mean, me he answered to the, the whole Neil Diamond singing about John Wilkes Booth thing. Oh, I forgot to ask him. Yeah, about I forgot that. to ask him. I'll okay. ask him next time. You, we'll have to remember to ask him that next time. We'll tell him okay. that Legs has a question for him. Okay. I do. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's your turn. It's your turn. ZZ Top. Mm-hmm. Love. They, now their album, you know how this. I don't the, even know if that's a sentence. Love. But like Bee Gees, that album was so funny. The Bee Gees sing and play mm-hmm. um, 14 Berry songs. ZZ Top's first album was actually called ZZ Top's first album. And I, I shit you not, 1971. I like that. And I picked the song. It's called, because it's called Squank. That's why I picked it. This is Squank. What does that mean? Well, listen a little bit and right. then I'll tell you what I think it means. But it's literally like this monster's, monster's going to come get you. We contribute to the monster. It's totally about air pollution. Like, totally about pollution. It's gray and green and sometimes lime, which I think that's funny, like lime. And I'm like, it's so funny that they're so conservative. And yet they clearly, I mean, I don't know this. Are you sure they're not talking about hookers? Well, it's this monster that's going to come and get you and we all contribute to it. And so it's going to eat you. It stinks. It's gray. And I'm assuming they mean pollution. I Air pollution. Are you looking it up, Kyle? Yeah, one is an unseen energy or force that is said to be the basic basis of all music creativity. Hmm. But oh, then there's cool. another one. <laughs> oh, and this is uh, this is beautifully written for what it's describing. It says the aroma left in the air after a long steamy night of churning love milk into lust butter. <laughs> Until it That's develops no, into a foaming uh, stew of forbidden gravy. Just look at the lyrics. <laughs> Who the hell wrote that? <laughs> uh, Is this Urban E. C. Decau? Oh Lord! On August twenty seventh, two thousand twelve. The internet. The internet. Or a guy in two thousand twelve wrote that. Get right. yourself a blog spot. Henry, buddy. everyone, give me your cups. Uh oh. <laughs> Kyle, pre- right. prepare to get funnier, Kyle. <laughs> All right. What's next? You got to fill your cup up too. No. All right, twist my arm. Look at that. that. That's a heavy pour. That's a heavy pour. Christy had the coolest cork screw. It wasn't a cork screw. It was like a cork, cork popper. Yeah, cork, it was a like cork a, squank. It was like a, it was a cork <laughs> squank. <laughs> it's a cork squank. We should go on Shark I'm Tank and we all pitch the cork squank. <laughs> dun dun, dun dun. I love Shark Tank. Um, all right, one of the biggest bands. Uh, hair band, metal, pop rock, whatever you want to classify them as. One of the biggest bands in the 80s and through the 90s, too, Def Leppard. Uh, yes, yes. Def I almost Leopard. picked this, but I didn't. Uh, I but their first it. album, which it's, it's solid, uh, doesn't have the classic Def Leppard sound quite yet, but it's still solid, On Through the Night, released in 1980. And let's hear a song called Rock Brigade. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for the rock brigade. 
sure some hard rock fans didn't like when Hysteria came out. They they might have liked better if they would have stayed with the sound from this and High and Dry and Pyromania, which is a little more, a little less than Hysteria is just. Right. But it's, I love it's Hysteria. Mutt Langed yes. to it. I mean, I think Mutt was there with High and Dry. Yeah, right? High and Dry, Pyromania, but still, and once it hit Hysteria, yeah, really, it got really muddified. What's <laughs> yeah, What's funny to me is that Mutt, uh, and you know, I've seen you know behind the music and everything about Hysteria, and. They all say, oh, Mutt would say, do it again. No, we got to do it again. We gotta... And what surprises me is Mutt produced three ACDC albums, Highway to Hell, Back in Black, For Those About to Rock. And I can't even imagine those guys no. tolerating Mutt saying, Angus, do that again. No, we got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but and by the time it got hysteria and like the cars, um, Heartbeat City, City yep. it got to be a little like music sounded different and there were different mm-hmm. things available. And, and Foreigner and- 4. I mean, Mutt yeah. had his hand in a lot of great... I mean, those are all solid. Solid, ba- yeah. Front to back, all of those albums. Yeah. Got to give the guy credit for I that. I do. I always wish that Cheap Trick would have got to work with him. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Anyone. Is oh, that your okay. pen? Is that the Mickey Mouse pen? Is that yours? Yes. Okay. Were you in Disneyland recently? Always. How much did that pen cost? Yeah, how much did... Yeah, read that. <laughs> here's, here's what you get at Disneyland. The happiest place on earth. Five ninety five. Five ninety five for a pen that's got Mickey's skull on the top. It's giant. I... We love... <laughs> and and uh, we just... I love Disney. You got a, you got a, you got an annual pass? We got the one that's the California weekday one. All right. What's that do for you? You can go on the weekday. Yeah. If you're... If you live in California. Because I couldn't buy the one where you could go Sundays to. All right. They just said no more. They just they they were they were out of those. They were out. All right. Anyway, all right. This one you may call bullshit. This may be the one where you're like, okay. But I'm gonna press on. All right. Um, when I was a kid, I remember going into Peaches Records and Tapes. This is bullshit. It's oh, not, not yet, not yet. Not okay, yet, not yet, not yet. And I would see this giant yellow album cover with these people that looked like people I did not know from my life. Uh, and they were called the B-52s. The music was not on the radio. It mm-hmm. was not on MTV. Nope. And I bought it, and it was like, what am I listening to? I don't, I, like, I'm not, but I knew I loved it. I knew there was something, I loved it. I knew there was something melodic and fun, and, like, this lead guy has a weird voice. Um, and they became much bigger. And this first album certainly was influential, and certainly... Um, it's their first album in 1979. I want to play a little bit of Lava. theatrical element it's kind of funny Mm -hmm. like i i was all over it i can only call bullshit on this because rock lobster is on this album but was that a hit i mean that's was that a hit where did it chart well let's now now don't 
definitely yell at me. All no. right. All uh, right. Let me see. It, uh, well, U.S., uh, yeah, uh, okay. Billboard Hot 100, it came in at number 56. So it's not top 40 hit, but yet it's one of their most well-known songs. But maybe it became well-known Yeah, I was going to say, later. did it come over, become well-known? I remember it from like uh, when I would go to a high school dance and then some DJ in the know would throw that on and people would run around <laughs> and do this, do this lobster pinch thing and run around in a circle. Just grab people's asses all night. <laughs> no, Bill Cosby wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. I would go to And then you requested the that at, actually Mike requested that at Daniel's wedding. Yeah, he did. He goes, did he? He's, oh. he's a lady at We my danced table. the night away. I went to do a little grab ass with Oh, I mean, it wasn't him. It was my friend. I saw the uh, B-52. First of all, that singer, that Fred Schneider, very flamboyant. I, but I see... This was I didn't know I didn't I know. know what that was I just thought it was theatrical. Mike, uh, actually, this uh, the cover of that album is one that Mike keeps wanting someone to Photoshop with, uh, with uh, me, uh, <gasps> with, with the five of us. Oh my gosh! Sorry, Kyle, we'll put you in there somewhere. You may, you'd probably be a lobster with a <laughs> your face would be on a lobster. That would but, be uh, amazing. Yeah. So if anyone wants to do that, uh, take the B-52's first album and Photoshop the five of us, and maybe put a lobster down in the corner with Kyle's face on it. Kyle would love it. <laughs> I'd be okay being the lobster. All right. Uh, I saw them in I th- around 2002, maybe 99, 2001, 2002. And uh, it was them and the Pretenders were on tour together. Oh. The Pretenders opened, which I was sh- I was shocked by that. Wow. It, it didn't, that seemed not right to me. That's interesting. The Pretenders have way more hits and have sold way more albums. I don't know. The, they had the giant... You know, that giant run near the end of the 90s? I don't know. Well, here, I'll tell you. Here's what they... The first album sold, went platinum, B-52s. Okay. Wow. Second album went gold. Third album went gold. Uh, and then the fourth album it says nothing about that. But then Cosmic Thing was four times platinum. Yeah, that was pretty huge. But it just seems like the pretenders are... I don't know... Are, I don't want to say that the B-52s seem like a, more of a, a, a jokey band. You know what I mean, though? Right, because they kind of evolve from that. Like, yeah. it, by Cosmic Thing, it, it, most of those songs... Yeah, Love Shack and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to let it go. I'm okay. going to let it slide I, I, because, okay. it, because Rock Lobster did not chart. Okay. So Well, I've got a, one that you're going to say is even more egregious, but all right. if we get there, I don't know if we're going to get there. We're all wasted. <laughs> in, in, I know. I'm kind of feeling it. In 1968, <laughs> uh, this gentleman was signed. First artist that the Beatles signed to their label, Apple Records. Okay. There. I got that out. 1968, a young James Taylor oh. was signed to Apple Records okay. and released his uh, debut self-titled album called James Taylor. And this is a song called, and it did not do anything, but this is a song called uh, Rainy Day Man. What is that happy lie? All you wanted from the start was the cry, girl. It looks like another fall. Your friends, they don't seem to help at all. Now when you're feeling kind of cold and small Just look up your rainy day, man Now, did he write this song? Because Bonnie Raitt, it's on Streetlights. Uh, no, this is, he did, he, I'm pretty sure oh. he did write this. Let me make sure. Uh, he was only 20 at the time, <gasps> 20 years old. 
Uh, yes, he wrote. Uh, he wrote. That's um, interesting. I didn't know he wrote that no, song. Yes, he wrote it. He wrote it. Co-wrote it. But he he was uh, one of the oh, writers hmm. on that. Um, let me see what this album did. I love that song. I do too. He I re- he, re- he re-recorded it then years later on an album called Flag. But yeah, this uh, this yeah this album didn't uh, didn't do anything. Mm. And then the the album after that was Sweet Baby James, and then that went triple platinum. And that has Fire and Rain on it. And That's Sweet but, Baby uh, James. Yeah, but mm. the. Uh, but the first album didn't do so much. I am literally, I'm not kidding. I'm drunk. You are not. I'm a little bit drunk. I can't form, <laughs> I can't get my thoughts straight. You're fine. You're no, fine. I don't think so. Um, it's, a, it's a California we, Chardonnay. Yeah, yes. That's pretty, that's pretty isn't good. Isn't it? Or is it is good? I liked it. Sonoma County. I normally don't like wine and this is pretty good. Yeah, this is good. Right? Well, this, this is a good one. This, this is, is a good one. one. Let me see. What's it called? Lyoko. 2013, I see you took the price off. I did because I don't like to be gauche. Where did you buy this? Well, if you must know, I'm a member of Amazon Fresh. Okay. And Amazon Fresh, um, one of their partners is the now, Amazon Fresh. That's who the they bring. House. They bring the food to. They you. bring the food. They bring the groceries. Or in Christie's case, only wine. <laughs> <laughs> but they can also. There's certain restaurants and places that they will go to and this is the wine house and so, i'm like oh i don't want to go get my wine i'll wait two days for it i used to Bring go to, to i me. used to go to the amy wine house and uh that's, that's closed yeah, right that's, that's nice. closed down <laughs> oh. the proprietor something happened to it oh. okay so so you go online and you check off i went to get a box of captain crunch i went two bottles yes. of this wine yes i want my what if you my want what if you want towelettes cu- for my makeup remover yes what if you want a honey crisp apple yes you can get organic fruits and veggies if they're in season. Is it, is it, is it just food or what if I need, need a razor? Well, yes. You can get like, oh, my kid's got a birthday party in two days. Mm-hmm. You can look up some of the Amazon items are there. But like some of the things like the wine store, it takes mm-hmm. them two days. You can't get them the next day. But a lot of times you can get the things so the next day. You don't go to the grocery store Oh, anymore. honey, no, no. I do not go to the grocery store anymore. We used to, there was a place that did this uh, back in 2000 when... My oldest daughter was born. I forget what they were called, but they were doing this at the time, and we used them, and it was, it was great. <laughs> oh, Pink Dot was it? Pink Dot? It wasn't or? Pink Dot. Okay. It was actually it was it was actually a place that was doing the grocery shopping. I forget what it was called. Vons, Vons will do it. Ralphs will do it. Those things. Yeah, it's pretty great though. Yeah. Mm. How how is it pricey? I mean, because you know when you, you pay, and I don't know what it is because I forget. Because they give, give a us free a trial, thirty mm-hmm. days. Okay. So do a free do the free. Amazon Fresh. It just load up and just, for the year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I guess it's a yearly fee like being Amazon Prime. I'm not even working right now. What would my wife do if I said, you know, honey, I'm not doing any more shopping. I'm just going <laughs> to sit around and drink wine all day with Christy. And we're going <gasps> to have, so have our... so <laughs> fun. <laughs> we would just talk about She'd music. She'd probably be wish... glad because you would have someone to talk about music about. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I wish, uh, I wish you played tennis. I know. Gary and I, were, by the way, we're like, we're going to take tennis lessons. That was a, one of our New Year's Please do it. resolutions. Please Actually do have it. Amazon Tennis, and they will send someone to your house oh, to play with the court. If they would send someone to my house, just in the easement, me and them with a thing. Oh, I'm surprised you came here tonight. <laughs> I know, right? She actually wanted to Skype. I said, no, you have to come in. The whole thing. It was a whole thing. She sent the Amazon Fresh guy here oh, <laughs> with her list oh. of songs. <laughs> yeah, this wine arrived about a half hour before she did. Uh, okay, oh. go ahead. All right, my next thing. Um, I love Olivia Newton-John. Mm-hmm. I probably said it before. You know and what's funny? I, I love I love all her early hits and stuff too, but I don't, I don't think I have any of her in my iTunes. So okay, this is one well, of those people that after you play this song, 
You're going to love this song. Tonight I'm going to go to iTunes you and are. just boom. You are. Boom. But it. let me also, this also to talk about um, uh, if there's something that um, I hope is gone forever, it is songs about uh, men shooting their lady. Oh, are we? Yeah, this is part those of the Those aren't going to be a thing anymore? Um, I'm hoping not because it seemed like there were all these songs about shooting their lady. Like, I don't know. Um, who the original like blues guy who shot their lady and made it glamorous? I don't know, but this song um, Olivia gets in on the fun. I tell you what, I'd shoot my lady with my love gun. Whoa! Is that what we're Whoa, talking about? Yeah. Is that what we're? Ta- <laughs> um, this was like a traditional song that was sung right. by a man, but she sang it, okay. and it's called uh, "Banks of the Ohio" from her first album, "If Not for You," which was all covers. Well, she basically always did some kind of cover, but anyway. She didn't write no tunes. She didn't. Listen to that beautiful voice. She's from Australia. Of the Ohio. She came here and joined the Pink Ladies. I held a knife against his breast as into my arms he pressed he cried my love don't you murder me I'm not prepared for eternity Did I hear it wrong? It sounded like she was going to kill him. Yes. Oh, but it, uh, apparently the song is traditionally. In fact, I don't know who wrote it, but it's um, Willie. Don't you like? It's a guy. It's a guy from his perspective, okay. but she kind of made it her own. Her own. She's decided that the ladies were going to take some dudes. Yeah, out. I'm going to murder a dude. Yeah. I'm what? Done. Like apparently Johnny Cash recorded the song. Porter Wagoner. There's a whole list of it's. No one really kind of knows who did the original. I think Johnny Cash probably did murder a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. I think. Well, he, he took a shot did. of cocaine. And he shot that woman down. Oh, is that one of his songs? I think it is. You might be. You might know more about Johnny Cash than me. How is probably. that? How do you know so much about Johnny Cash? Is it because you're dressed in black? Uh, that is part of it. Yeah, I'm dressed in black. But uh, I don't know. How My dad know? likes Johnny Cash. All right. There you go. That's the reason. Uh... Oh, that by the way, one. there's a whole genre of music called folk murder ballads. Oh, I'd love to get a compilation of that <laughs> for uh, for my birthday. If anyone wants out there could find that. It's on Time Life right now. Time Life? It's it's uh, just a whole... What they, they we have, know like, you folks love folk I, murder ballads. It, it'll yeah. be the infomercials with inmates. <laughs> and by the way, in these songs, like no one is like, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't Mm-mm. have shot my lady. Nobody. Nope. Nobody is they're, saying like... They're glad mm, they did it. Yeah. They are glad they're they doing it. their time. They shot their lady down. <laughs> <laughs> this next band is from Ireland, and it is not you two. It is the band known as Thin Lizzy. It took these guys quite a few albums until they 
had some chart success. So I'm going to say one, two, three, four, five, six albums until the Jailbreak album came out. Wow. Uh, and let all those wife murderers out. <laughs> <laughs> and the first the, the, and God, this is a you're a delight. This is, you are a you sheer are, delight. You tonight. are bringing it tonight. Oh, we are the, we are just drunk, and you are bringing it. <laughs> um, youth is ruling tonight on Rock Solid, uh, but the first three Thin Lizzy albums are, are do not have that uh, dueling co- guitar attack of the of the Jailbreak days. So let's listen to a song from the first Thin Lizzy album called. Uh, look what the wind blew in. As weary as I be, I try, see my seat to look so gay. Run, boy, run, in your skin. Look what the wind just blew in. I, I, I don't hate it either. It's just not the sound that eventually put them on the map. Yes, and they were a, a trio. They were a trio for that first uh, for the first three albums too. Okay. Yeah. So they couldn't have the the two guitar attack. Okay. Because there's just one guitar, unless it was attacking himself. <laughs> With Phil Lino. Now that we know his didn't that way you said his surname is Lino? Well, I thought someone told me in in Dublin that it was pronounced Linnet. Oh. But then. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had the I had Ricky Warwick on, who is the uh, lead singer of the touring uh, Thin Lizzy group, and he told me that it's uh, it's like why not? It's Phil Lynott. Oh, I always said Lynott, but for some reason, I thought you said it was Lino. I did. I think I did correct you on that because this is what I had heard from. Now this guy's from Belfast, so he. He know I'm going to go with what he says because right. I I like how that sounds anyway. Also, he knows people that knew him. Well, yeah, the original, the, yeah, the one, <laughs> so the guitarist. I, yes. I would hope they would know. They would know. Yeah, he, yeah. the guitarist in Thin all Lizzy right. is the guitarist from Thin Lizzy. So yeah, all right, all right. you're up. Oh, Mott the Hoople in 1969 released Mott the Hoople, mm-hmm. and this song is "Laugh at Me." Well, we got a lot of space. This sounds like Bob Dylan. I know. They were they were clearly going for that. Folky. Who's going anywhere? I don't care. If you told me this was on Bob Dylan's first album, I would have believed you. Exactly like a Rolling Stone. It does. Sound like a Rolling Stone. Like a Rolling Stone. Written by Sonny Bono. Wow. Sonny Bono, you heard me. Rock in peace, Sonny Bono. Exactly. I picked this one specifically because I th- saw that and I thought, oh, that's interesting. But they, yeah, they were clearly going for that and they got it and, you know. Anyway. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, it, it's amazing when someone like this or, or like the, the Bee Gees, or they, when they make a complete, really change, I mean, the sound really changes yes. on some of these bands. Yes, because people, you know, grow up and they have opinions and they learn things and they, yeah. and, and sounds evolve and, and experiences happen to them and. Yes, I, some of my some of my best ones tonight, I think, are coming up. So, 
Let's uh, I'm going to let's flip flop the next two. Uh, In 1975, there was a band called Journey. They did not have Steve Perry in the band. They didn't have Steve Perry in the band for the first three albums. So this is from their first album, uh, self-titled called Journey. And this song is called Of a Lifetime. Voice. Yeah, I it's like Greg Riley's voice too. I don't, like. I don't like what they're doing yeah. with the the echo thing, but yeah. I like his voice. I like Greg Riley's voice too. It's no Steve too. Perry, but uh, I used to. I love the songs when him and Steve Perry sing together. Yes, uh, uh, feeling that yeah, way. Wait, that one, right? Yep. And um, what's the? Uh, there's um, another one on it's, Infinity. It's, it's, they're attached. That that song, feeling that way, in any time. Ooh, yeah. I, but there's a, there's yeah on the first three Steve Perry Journey albums, they sing a lot together. Okay. And I, uh, I do miss. I do miss. That combination. Yeah, it's nice. Because it's never... Greg Rowley and Steve Perry are never going to sing together again, right? No. I doubt it. No. I always, in that song, and feeling that, like, I always imagine, like, he's singing the song, la-da-da-da, and then, like, like, he's, I I just imagine, like, him running up to the mic and shoving, when the summer's gone, like, I just imagine that. I, I just, I just saw a documentary, (laughs) or I read something, that's how they used to do, they used to play, (gasps) feeling that way, they would play that for a long, like, a big, long jam, and then, then Steve would run out, and boom, and people would go, like, what the fuck just happened? I like having that yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. It's I love. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you played Journey because this gives us a good segue. Okay. There's a Journey mystery that we've <gasps> had. There's a Journey mystery that you you and I experienced it when we were at uh, your parents' house, my grandparents' house. Oh yeah, this is the weirdest thing. I, I'm in my. I'm this in is my. Exciting. I'm just. This is a very strange. I'm okay. in my parents. Um, in my parents' living room. First off, what kind of music do they like? They like patriotic music patriotic, and Perry Como. May, yeah, maybe a, a maybe some Streisand singing some Broadway, or maybe yeah. a, a Dolly Parton's greatest hits. Josh, Josh Groban and, and Michael Bublé. Okay. Yeah, and they might they might have current. they might have twenty five CDs tops. <laughs> yeah, and they haven't bought a new one in years and years and years. And so, there's no alphabetical order. They're just like in. They're just in this little console under the TV in the living room. It's so I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting on the chair next to it, and I just, and the conversation must be boring. So I'm just looking down, I'm seeing what CDs they have, and they have a Jonathan Kane from Journey solo album. What? Called, on CD. Yeah, on CD, <laughs> called Back to Innocence. It came out in <laughs> 1995, and I pulled this thing out, and I said, Who's, whose CD is this? And they both, they don't know where they it came no from. Idea. They don't know who it is. They don't know. My grandmother's convinced that he planted it there. Yeah. She's like, oh, you've planted it there. I'm like, why why would I plant this here? It doesn't. I go, I don't even own this. This is terrible. And then she goes, well, I think your father goes to yard sales and just buys anything that he thinks looks good. Well, I'm like, well, this this doesn't even look good. The cover is like Jonathan Cain standing in a a, a field of wheat. Mm. I mean, so that's, I just don't know. So if anyone out there knows how my parents got this. 
Okay. But, but you took song. it, and they were like, well, don't take it. And you're I like, know. you didn't even know <laughs> who was here. <laughs> we didn't even know it was here. So, yeah, I took I it. I love that. I took it. Should okay. we play some of it? <laughs> Do you have it? I have it in my iTunes. Here, okay, let's see. I don't even know what it's at. I put it in my iTunes just for, just just for, for the fun of it. All right, let's, let's, I guess we're going to hear. I'll just play the first track. Yeah, they, they had, had, they the had no track, clue. The first track was co-written with John Waite. Oh. It's called Wish That I Was There With You. Let's hear how it sounds. Sounds like a score in an 80s movie about running. Yep. Wave goodbye, feel in the distance. He said Pardo on this, right? On cassette. One time he owned it on cassette and then threw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I can't. That's terrible. I can't. He can't sing at all. You're part of my soul. It's all cliches. How many cliches are in this song? Now the album's called He's a Desperate, right? he's a desperate Man. This is like the song that they have at the end of a, like a... I think that's what she just said. An, 80, an 80s movie about well, I, running? I was going to say like a, a modern day like Hallmark love story movie. Oh, Maybe. that's nice. I like that. All right, I'll fade it down. That's, right. that's... Because I, I, we need to, we need, I, I have a good song now All right. to cleanse okay, the palate. All right. Again, I don't know if you're going to call bullshit on this because it is Robert Plant. Talk for but, one second. Oh. I just want to, I, I got like okay. three texts. Can you oh, then hand me Oh, are you pop, checking please? your... T- are, are we going to edit this out, or am I just... No, just keep okay. going. Well, let me talk about Robert Plant. Can you hear me a cake <gasps> and pop, his please? lovely 80s mullet. In 1982, his first solo album was Pictures at 11. It, the, the later album had the big log and in the mood and all that. This is a song called Burning Down One Side. One of my top five favorite Robert Plant solo songs. You like I'm in the mood? No, no. I don't. Wow. I don't. Okay. Um, uh, I like dance on my own. I like oh, dance on um, my own is great. Mm, uh, anywho, anywho, I like a lot of the now and then. But this was from Pictures Eleven. It's called Burning Down One Side. Okay. listen to that all day but i i anyway that's one of my i like little by little i like dance on my own uh burning on one side and oh god what would my other top five be what did what you top five robert plants go oh i love tall cool one yeah it's pretty good and i love uh i love the hurting kind yeah and i like i like 29 palms (gasps) i forgot about yeah so i like uh I, i like some solo plant did not age well him, yes, we've spoken of this many we have. times. It just seems, it seems, I don't know why it comes <laughs> up all the time when you're here, but it just, uh, it's, it's Still, very. Still, if he wanted 
to take me away from all this. <laughs> what could I say? What could I say? Well, you'd say? You'd say, look, I got Amazon delivering some produce in about an hour, <laughs> so I can't go anywhere. I've got my web series that no one's asked me for that I'm going to so... What's, you know what? You, you, this is the second time you brought this right. up, so I, I feel the need that I need okay. to ask you. What's it about? Well, it's called... How long is a web series episode? Let me ask you that. Well, it depends. Okay. I think good ones, like ones that... I think work that are, are less than five minutes. You cannot tax people. Right. And, the, and, and mm-hmm. so I'm shooting for about four minutes each. Um, it's called everyone's crazy, but us it's a, I wanted to do a couple shows cause there's no couple shows anymore. Like it's all like, uh-huh. mm, aren't we cute or cute little romance? <laughs> um, but like, there's no like mad about you for the modern, right. you know, with a little, it's like a mad about you meets a, a kind of a curb sensibility. It's just about a married couple okay. who disagrees on almost everything except for the fact that they think everyone else is crazy. Gotcha. It's going to be starring Janet Barney and Diedrich Bader. And well, I'm this gonna, is amazing. I know, yeah. right? Janet Varney is the greatest. You were brushing it off like it was your neighbors. You're yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah, doing this thing. thing. Well, it is going to be like at my house. And I've, I've written them fine. all to take place in my house. That's fine. And um, I'm very excited about it. And I'm like, I'm not going to wait for anyone else to tell me anything. I'm just going to do just it. Just do it. Do you, ha- do you have these all written? Oh, yeah. Well, let me play. The guy, the, Brian, I want to play the Amazon guy that comes in and brings them uh, their groceries for one day. Okay. <laughs> Dietrich Bader, that's cool. He does the voice of Batman. I yeah. love She does the voice of him. Korra. Is this animated? It sounds like it's animated. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that funny? Well, fantastic. well congratulations. When, well, when, when do we start filming? Uh, February 21st and 22nd. I'm no, going to put it out in March. My birthday is February 22nd, so I'm going to be right over there. Okay, come on over. Uh, I'm just going to call and let the, Lend phone, a hand. let the phone ring the whole time you're trying to... Rec- to you re- can be the key grip. I call it record. <laughs> Uh, so it's just two people in these? No, no. I mean, my son at five years old is going to uh, oof, hopefully be in a couple Uh-oh. of them. Are you going to be in one? No, I'm directing. Could you do a cameo? Could you walk I by? Like, uh, I'm, nobody wants to see me. Push your belly out nobody, like you're Hitchcock. Nobody wants to see me. No one Float cares. across the pool. No one, ba- people barely care about this. They only are going to care because these two people are so funny. And anyway, well, I'm very excited. Great. When did you get them to commit? Well, I had always wanted... I, th- this is a whole other thing, but Janet's a friend. Yeah. And she had said that they were friends, and I just said, you know, I'm doing this thing. It's no budget. It's whatever. I want it to be something big. Yeah. I want it to become something else. Mm-hmm. And um, he read... I sent him three of them, and he read them, and, you know, want, I think he wants to work with her, too, because they're, they're friends. And, right. Never mind. That's great. I know. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. Nudity? Is there going to be nudity? No. no. And you know what I've asked them to do, but I don't know if they will. I've talked to Brian and I talked to Daryl Asher because I want, as a couple, for them to do like album covers, like the Rumors album cover. Oh, yeah. I want them to do the Wham! Make It Big Rumors and um, the Bob Dylan... Um, the one where they're walking? Yes. Freewheeling? Yeah, yeah freewheeling uh, Bob I'm like, Dylan. I, I, I'm like, you guys, I know I'm asking a lot of you, but can we do this? Because this, these guys can make this look really awesome, and yeah. it would be great to put that out there about... So did you con- Daryl was great. Did you contact him? I did. He's like, I think I can... Because I said, oh, can you put them in that street scene in the 60s? Can, can If we take that... He's like, it's yeah. all about the lighting. And so, anyway, let's do All right, cool. Nobody wants to hear this. Uh, they do want to hear it. It's exciting. <laughs> Uh, and you're going to give us updates. As, uh, I am. As we go along. I am. I'm and so then you'll be able to tell us where everyone where to go uh-huh. see them. It'll yeah. be very cool. I bought the domain name. It's all. Can you tell us what the name is? Well, it'll be. It's everyone's crazy but us. You just told us that already. Yeah. I'm drunk. 
Uh, okay. Let's flip. Why would you remember my dumb web series name? It's fine. Mainly because you, because you just said you it. You just said it. <laughs> this is the story of my life now. I can't remember anything. Okay, let's flip, uh, let's flip my next two. Because since I just played Journey, i got to play some Sticks. Okay. So, again, Sticks. I'm hoping, by the way, you brought a Fleetwood Mac because I didn't. I, di- I didn't okay. bring one of the old, one of the old, old Fleetwood, Peter Green. Green Fleetwood Mac. Peter oh, that's Green when they were the best. Fleetwood Mac. They sold out then when... St- Shut up. Stupid person. Uh, this is from Sticks the... Sticks uh, still great. This is from 1972. Is it from 72? Uh, yes. Many years before Tommy joined, many years before they had Crystal Ball or Lorelei or Come Sail Away or anything, they had an album called just called Sticks. And this is a song called What Has Come Between Us. Mr. Roboto. Look at all the people Looking at their dreams Smiles upon their faces Tell me what they see Look at all the people Have they gone astray Living for tomorrow With dreams of yesterday It's kind of Cherokee people. Well, it's got that. Know. It's got that sticks like it starts yes, here and then yeah. it gets uh, yeah. like Broadway-ish. But I don't hate it. I don't. Well, but I like the other ones that I haven't hated no, better. It's no. It's no grand. <laughs> it's no grand illusion. It's uh, no sophisticated deep inside, lady. We're all the same. It's no sophisticated lady. With her Do you know on. I was an adult before I realized that one song was about aliens? Um, come sail away. Come sail away. A friend of mine, we were driving to the beach. What did you think it was about? I don't know. You know how sometimes you sing a song your mm-hmm. whole life and yeah. you don't realize what, like, yeah. Fool, Fool in the Rain is a perfect example. Yep. I was in college and my friend's like, oh, it's so interesting how that's such a funny story. And he was writing on the wrong block and I go, what? And now I love the song because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, to me, yeah. Plant's best lyrically that he ever that's did. That's my for, favorite Led Zeppelin it, it, song, without a doubt. But But I just was singing it and not really listening to it. So... We were driving to the beach. I'm, I'm 29. I'm 27 if I'm a day. And he's like, "Oh, isn't that you funny?" You mean right now? No, no, no. When I was, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, isn't that funny how the song's about aliens?" And I go, "What?" <laughs> and we were listening and just laughing because I'm like, I never knew how silly. <laughs> I never knew Neil Diamond's Heartlight was about aliens. You did too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next? How many more do you have? I have three more. I have two, All and right. you're gonna really both of them. You're gonna call the big B. I'm just warning you. <laughs> the big, the big, the big B. The big bull. Um, B- uh, the big BS. How big of an album do you think? Q, are we not men? A, we are Devo. How big of an album do you think that was? Well, I, I don't think it was a. I don't. I don't really think it was a gigantic album. Great, because I brought uncontrollable urge. All right. Let's hear it. Kyle. <laughs> you got to play the songs. Oh, you were still looking it up. I might call the big B on this. Okay. 
<laughs> because I, I can't get no satisfactions on this album. No, but it wasn't. That wasn't a hit. Jocko homos on this album. Okay, great. I know okay. we are all because we're super cool and into music, <laughs> but like I don't think that did well, did no, it chart. If, if, Look at does it chart? If I wouldn't, you mean the album? No, Satisfaction. No, let me see. Just because I, something was on MTV look, doesn't mean it was a hit. Goanna had a, had songs on yeah. on. The only reason MTV. I, I know of this is because is because of a. It went to it went and that was no. Blotto, a band called Blotto had songs on MTV. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying I don't think be a it was a big back. hit. Um, okay, it didn't chart. All right, you're fine. I'll tell you what though, in in the UK it went to number forty one. I can't get no satisfaction. Uh, okay, I'm fine with that, and I like that okay. song. I and I didn't know that was the title of the song. Yeah. No, I didn't. Like, if, if that would have come on the radio, I wouldn't have known what the... I would have said, oh, this is Devo, but I don't know what the song is. They got really good, though, didn't they? I love Devo. I, mean, I love Devo. I mean, they really changed from this sound. Yes. You know, yes. Use your hey! Freedom to- it's Mike Siegel, everybody. There's your wedding just, date. <laughs> yeah, there's your wedding date. <laughs> I told a story about... Just never mind. She told uh, a story about you and Danielle... Just, Danielle set you guys at she purposely. She sat us next to each other at her wedding. Because Do you, you remember guys were that? Both single. Do you remember that? <laughs> and what happened? Uh, nothing. <laughs> no, we might have. I don't remember. S- slow dance. Uh. They did the rock lobster. <laughs> did you guys do the rock lobster? <laughs> All right, can I we? Heard you, I heard you did a little rock lobster. Oh, I I did something at their wedding for sure. <laughs> he was. Well, yes, we t- spoke of his in public intoxication. No. No, not that. Oh. <laughs> What'd you tell her before you judge me? <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I, I somehow coerced my wife into uh, having sexual relations in the uh, upstairs uh, of the... Uh, no. Of the, the Wilshire Ebell? Of the reception. No. Yes. yes. Wow. And she was pregnant. Very pregnant. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank you, honey. Wow. Thank you, honey. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to love knowing that you... She knows I've talked about it many times. All right. I don't have much to talk about. i got to throw that in there once in a while. <laughs> okay, All look. Right. Skip, skip my other one again because I want to play, play this song by Kiss. Okay. From, from the first... <laughs> Kiss, it, 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 if you must. The first... This, I think you'll laugh at this one. All right. Kiss really didn't get big until the fourth album, which was Kiss Alive. Even though Kiss Alive is... Is has all the songs that were on the first three albums. The studio albums just didn't make it. And there are some clunkers on these studio albums. Even though I like them, they're still clunkers. <laughs> really? I'm so surprised. There are some clunkers in the band. I know, yes. From 1974, from the self-titled debut by Kiss, this song is called Kissin' Time. <laughs> Dangerous hard rock that your parents were afraid of. Uh, well, this is a cover. 
Is it? Well, still. Of, uh, a Bobby Rydell song. Oh, my God. Wow. Kissing Time. I remember when I brought Kiss out, I was in, and my, my mom was horrified. And if we really would have sit down and listened to them, she would have been like, well, these guys stink, and this isn't that dangerous. They'd have probably just said it was loud. Yeah. I don't know. Christine 16, that still makes me go, ew. Yeah, yeah. Cosby's favorite song. <laughs> no, those were, women weren't uh, underage. Hey, we don't know that. That's true. They're not underage now. No. 40 years later, they're coming out. And good for them. Don't yeah. make fun of them. I'm not. They're brave. I, my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, joke during podcastathon was when Sarah Silverman said, "How about those 19 liars?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's such a genius. Yeah, she's. Oh good. my gosh. All, All right. right. Is this your last one? Yes, and it is. You are going to really. You are going to not even let me play it. Did we say Mike Siegel's in the house? We did, right? Yes. We did a whole thing. We did I know, a whole but I don't know if we him. actually said his name. Maybe they thought that... No, we said Mike Siegel's here. And, uh, yeah. Seriously, you've oh. had one cup of wine. He had one wine. This is my second one. <laughs> <laughs> if you I'm, drink I'm, any more of that, you're going to have sex with one of us upstairs. <laughs> I know. On the roof. Siegel. I'm like a gremlin. You don't, don't give me wine after a certain time. All right. Here's time why, ever. Here's why I picked this. Outlandos Demore, the police. Oh, okay, here's why. I don't know. About here's that. why. This is tough. Because they became much bigger. Roxanne was not a hit out of the gate. Mm, such a great album. It is. I'm not saying it's not great. I'm just saying it represents that early uh, thing in their thing. This wasn't uh, a popular album, though? Look it up. I'm I, looking it up. Roxanne was a hit, but it had to be re-released. Mm-hmm. There's two different videos for Roxanne, too. Just, okay, we're not going to, just let me play this, because I love this song. It's called Truth Hits Everybody. Oh, it's so good. Right? The whole album's good. I know. The album itself peaked at number six. <laughs> what? But, but that's, but that, but there's a caveat. That's when AMA, or A&M re-released Roxanne. Right. See, that's well, when did I'm they calling release technicality. It? Same year. Mm, I don't know. It doesn't say that. No. You're just doing Christie's. No, but, the, but okay. I, all right, ready. In 1979, the UK albums chart it charted at six. The Billboard it charted at 23. Still 23. Top 40. Top 40. Still. Uh, you are so Team Christie tonight. So, I, I really didn't want to play Fleetwood Max, Peter Green. Here. I didn't want to yeah. do that. Right. Play it. Play the song because it's right. a great song. Thank you. And then I'm going to play something that's wild. I'm going to play Born to Run. Still holds up. I mean, this still holds up. It was between this and and Hole in My Life. It was between those two, and I'm like, oh. I don't think that Police have a bad studio album. I love every single one of those five albums. Those yeah, are fantastic. They're good. they're good. Those are great albums. All right, we're gonna skip. Uh, apologies to Hall and Oates uh, for the song "Fall in Philadelphia." It's actually a nice song, but mm. it's you know, it's not the big '80s Hall and Oates that we know. So let's go to one Mr. David Bowie. 
Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, go on. From 1967, his debut album. His second album would have Space Oddity on it, but this first album had nothing like that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, here's a song called Uncle Arthur. Strikes the bell for five o'clock Uncle Arthur closes shop Screws the tops on all the bottles Turns the lights out, locks it up Climbs across his bike and he's away (laughs) Cycles past the gasworks, past the river Down the high street, back to mother It's another empty day Uncle Arthur likes his mummy. Uncle Arthur still reads comics. Uncle Arthur <laughs> follows Batman. <laughs> round and round the room is fly. How he ran away. You said, oh, this is a song about On you, Uncle Pat. Second birthday told her that he'd found the jump. <laughs> Uncle Pat, he has a podcast. Uncle Pat, oh my he Lord. can't drink wine. <laughs> I always find it interesting. Yeah, that's silly, but they were all silly back then. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is not anywhere. This is not Gene Genie or Rebel Rebel or right. Let's Dance. This is but, so far away from what he became. Yes, but I, I it's funny because I was just listening to Let's Dance before I got here, and I'm like, oh, you know, some artists weathered the '80s beautifully, yeah, and he is one of them, and I, I. Credit Stevie Ray Vaughan for that. Stevie Ray Vaughan made that record. Not gave Nile, it some... You don't credit Nile Rodgers for the production? Yeah, but Nile and Stevie. Mm-hmm. Nile and Stevie. Rock and peace. Is Nile, Ro- Nile Rodgers still Oh, no. N- I, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mike yeah. Siegel, rock and peace. Oh, wait, no, he's <laughs> oh, wait, here. He's right hey, there in his he's hoodie. He's here. He's in a John Lennon hoodie. Always, you know what? Do you John, get John haircuts Lennon every like? Yeah, you always have a fresh it's haircut. It's a fresh when haircut every day. Oh, nice. Now, did did you and Harold Ramis and Bill Murray go sign up today to be in the uh, <laughs> the army? Because that's that's about as tight as I've ever seen the hair. Looks good though. I, you know I what? Like Mike he Siegel. wants to get in and out. Let's 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 wrap her All up. Right. All right, let's wrap it, Kyle. Do you, Christy, tell everyone where they can. Uh, you're going to have a web series coming out. I'm going out to. It's with, happening. With but Diedrich Bader. Yes. And Janet Varney. That's right. That's that's that's, that's in talent. March. Get ready. So that's happening. Because here I come. So the first one's going to go up in March. I'm going to just release them all in March, like like here, Netflix. Everybody, like Netflix. Yeah. Here's my you're, creativity, this everyone. Is Stratton flicks. <laughs> Everyone responds with a collective yawn. Man flicks. Are you putting it on YouTube or are you putting it on I'm going to put it on my... Um, I, I've, I've, you got a website. I'm going to put it on a website. So yeah. to see it, i got to go to your website. Mm-hmm. Do, I need a, do I have to get a passcode? Do I need something? I mean, technically, you could unlist them on YouTube and use that to host all your things and then put it through your website. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, these are going to be 10 episodes... Roughly six. six. These are going to be six episodes. Yes. And then a four-part miniseries. Oh, I wish. Bring it up to ten. I want to do the okay. movie. Six episodes, five minutes each. Yes. Well, less than. Less than. Don't be intimidated by five minutes. They're going no. to be short. Short, quick. You're going to pe- love them. How come people will sit in front of their TV for 45 minutes? They won't sit in front of their computer for I don't know. ten. You'd ra- I'd rather watch like an hour's worth of like one-minute videos mm-hmm. than like sit down and watch something. That's What's great long. is it sounds like when these are done, people can just... Watch the whole deal and, yes. and feel good about themselves. Yeah, and feel good about supporting me. 
and laugh. And my creativity, such as it is. How long would it take <laughs> you to shoot these uh, six? Two days. I'm shooting them in two days. I love this thing you're doing. I love uh, that you're thank just you. going for I'm, it. You know what? I'm done complaining. A lot I'm of people don't know. Yelling at the Golden yeah. Globes. I'm not going to do that anymore. Right. I'm not going to be that person. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. Uh, Jaws was shot in three days. <laughs> oh, no. People don't know that. You're, you're no. People don't know that. You, that is not true. It's true. <sighs> Steven Spielberg shot Jaws in three days. Look it up. I don't believe you. Well, it's true. Kyle, are you going to call the big <laughs> B on that? Where can we follow you I on don't Twitter? Think I need to. I don't know. What is A at? Christy S. Man, Christy C H R S T Y S. Man with two N's. Whatever. Okay. Don't, it's fine. Kyle is at <laughs> Kyle Dotson Funny. <laughs> yep. I am at Pat underscore Francis, and the show is at Rock Solid Show. You can also go to www.rocksolidpodcast. And that's where you can read all the show notes by Andrew Rich. If you want to discuss music, you can go to the rocksolid.activeboard.com. Yes. yes, that's, uh, run that's by run Scott. by Scott Phillips. Scott Phillips. Uh, you can also, you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> no, 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 don't. Uh, that's the wine that's talking. Not... <laughs> that's the wine talking, baby. Oh. You can call in with your uh, suggestion for a humble beginning at 33081ROCKS. Leave that's us right. a message. Maybe and we'll play it. we have a new we have a new email address, oh. rocksolidpodcast at gmail dot com. So if you have a topic idea or anything you want to tell us, if you want to say uh, anything, anything at all, nice stuff, bad stuff, whatever you want to say, no bad stuff, please. Uh, it's fine. I don't mind bad stuff. You know, if someone says, "Hey," yeah, rather I don't, I don't email like it to us than yeah. post it on. Yeah, iTunes. rather email it to us than post it on iTunes. Uh, there's also a do- oh yes, there's yes. also a donation button at rocksolidpodcast dot com if you want to support the show that way. Uh, thank you, Christy, for being here. This was fun. Love it. Uh, you will be back soon. We have some sure. topics in the hopper. Sure. Right? Yeah. Is there, is there going to be music? To, are you going to score these uh, mini uh, web series things? Well, one of them. You're going to ask Elliot Easton to write, them, write a theme song for this? No, but you one should. of them is about Alan Parsons. <laughs> But I don't want to give it away. You have to watch it. Well, that's quite a tease. I don't know how I'm going to get away with it, but I'm sure who's going to come look for my stupid-ass little thing? Nobody's going to care. He's going to be fine. You should get Elliot Easton to write your theme song. Oh, I should. You should. A little guitar lick. Or just him to kind of be in them as like Janet's dad. That would be I would love it. Or he's just the neighbor that's always watering his lawn. Yeah. (laughs) But he's always got his guitar slung. He's always got his guitar slung over his back, though. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Elliot. They just say they live next door to Elliot Easton. <laughs> I love that idea. Where he just comes, leaf blows the sidewalk. Yeah, I love it. Wave. Yes, Elliot's at the door. Yes, uh. Elliot. Do you guys have any coffee creamer? I just got up and I just. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be so funny. Please let these people go. Okay. All right. Go where? What did they? I, well, uh, you you want you mean? Please let me go. No, I you. could I could drink wine and eat K-pops and talk about music all day. We're out of wine. Mm, All right. out of wine. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, Christy, thank you for being here. Coming out late night. Kyle, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep listening. Like us on Facebook. And this is Rock Solid. Goodbye. Uh, we got to play out. Play out? Yeah, yeah, play out. Play us out, Kyle. That's what do you got? It usually goes. Um, what do you this got? Is from, <laughs> this is Nine Inch Nails. But before you laugh, it's very easier than most Nine Inch Nails because this is from the demo that he submitted. <gasps> and this is called uh, Maybe Just Once. Oh, that's, 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 that's very much like David Bowie. Is that Uncle Arthur? <laughs>